You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 30. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, yummies. How are you? I am so excited to be with you today and to be answering all of your questions. This is the second part to, I don't know how many parts they're going to (laughs) be, but to doing a podcast dedicated just to you and your questions. So I just put it out there last week. What are your questions? What are you guys dying to hear about? What have I not answered yet? And so I got a bunch of questions from my Facebook group, from my current clients, just from all over social media. And I want to answer those today. But before we get started, of course, I'm going to give you my fun little factoid and the client comment. And let's start with the client comment. So you guys out of the blue, this is so fun when this happens out of the blue. This is literally, I feel like my paycheck when I get a little message or a slack from a client that tells me, oh my God, things are working out. It is literally everything to me. So I'm going to read you a message I got from my client, Vicki, and she just says, so excited to see the scale down this morning after three weeks away. After being on the sailboat for three weeks, during which sailing students eat what I call vacation food, I'm the lowest weight yet. I can do this when teaching sailing and when on vacation. I'll be using those Parmesan wraps from Costco a lot this summer, as well as other options, sans flour and sugar. Thank you, Laura. And thank you, my yummy mummy group for inspiring me to keep honoring my protocol. Love you. So she is a previous client and it's just so fun to hear how this work really is truly permanent. I love it. I love how Vicky is talking about the group. The group itself is so profound and powerful and really helps to get results. So many of potential clients think, oh, I need one-on-one. And actually, you guys, the best way to lose weight is in a group. So congratulations, Vicky. And I'll piggyback on her because I'm constantly thinking about you guys and constantly thinking about what it's like coming into this summer and all the travel some of us have planned and social events we have planned. And I literally just got back from vacation, a four-day vacation with my family, stepped on the scale, and I'm exactly the same weight. So it just proves that you can go on vacation, have the time of your life, and come home and not have any drama. I feel just so satisfied, so grounded, so rooted that I can go have all these adventures with my family and there's just no drama. So it's not like I was on vacation, you guys, grinning and bearing it and white knuckling it. No, I was having so much fun. In fact, I think I was having more fun than I ever would have had I indulged. Now, I did have a s'more around the campfire. I did have a few drinks. I did have, did I have anything else? My s'mores was like my kind of joy eat. And I'm not eating all my meals at home. We were camping and we were staying at a lodge for part of the time. And it's just really no big deal. I just eat 
the food that's on my protocol and I don't eat the food that's not on my protocol except for my joy eat. I should do a podcast episode on joy eats, shouldn't I? My joy eat was that s'more and it was so amazing. It was better than having had like six s'mores or a s'more and then picking at the chocolate and then picking at the graham crackers and then having another marshmallow and then snacking on my daughter's leftover. No, I just had one s'more. It was delicious. The end. So good. So that's kind of my fun fact is we are doing, like I've told you guys, I think before we're doing 21 and 21, which means 21 nights in the wilderness in 2021. So those were our first four nights. You guys, I am literally shocked to tell you that it went beautifully. I mean, I think I was the only one that was having a hard time the first night. I was like literally scared of the bears, like coming and scraping at our tent. Meanwhile, my kids were totally passed out. My kids slept beautifully. And then the next night, I think I was so tired from the night before I slept like a baby. And so yeah, cheers to 21 and 21. I kind of was worried I'd come back from this trip and be backpedaling on this challenge, but no, I am totally all in still. Yeah. There were still some challenges. Like my daughter didn't want to share her toys with my son, but it's like, uh, yeah, all that happens at home. (laughs) So it wasn't really any different in terms of my kids' behavior. In fact, I think that they do better when they're outside in nature. It's so cool to watch. So let's dive into the episode. Let's get some of your questions answered. My client, Julie, asks, how can I best respond to my eight-year-old daughter when she offers me a cupcake? I don't want to inadvertently put into her head any weird food drama. Ooh, it's such a good question, Julie. Okay, so I get this question all the time from clients and I think this is so helpful for everybody. So I'm so glad you asked. So for example, if my three and a half year old offered me a cupcake, I would just say, no, thank you. (laughs) And if my daughter was like, why not? I would be like, you know what? Cupcakes typically don't make me feel good, right? Because a lot of the reason why my clients and me, why I don't eat sugar is, yeah, it doesn't make me feel good. Not only in the moment, like after having that cupcake, I usually feel kind of sluggish or just kind of icky. And then in the long run, I also don't feel good. I feel overweight. I feel heavy. I feel lethargic. I feel bloated. Sugar just does not agree with me. And it doesn't agree with most of us, right? Because it literally is a toxin. We're not made to eat sugar. You can just tell your daughter if you want to, right? You can decide what feels right for you, but here's some suggestions, right? I just say, no, thank you. And if my daughter's, oh, come on, or say you baked the cupcakes together, right? And you're like, no, thank you. Honey, it just doesn't make me feel good. When I eat cupcakes, my body tells me it doesn't like cupcakes. So what you're teaching your daughter in this moment is to listen to her body, to listen that you're teaching her you listen to your body. So I actually think what you're doing is the opposite of creating any weird food drama. I think what you're doing is teaching her, hey, when I eat food, I check in with my body and I see if that food serves me, right? And so I think it's actually a really cool lesson that you can teach her. Think about when you have a friend over and they're a vegetarian or a pescatarian or a vegan, right? And they're like, oh, no, thanks. I don't eat meat right? You don't make it mean anything about you. You don't make it mean that they're rejecting you by not eating the food that you made, right? You just make it mean that they have a personal choice in the matter, that they're choosing something that is right for them. 
So I think that you can apply the same concept to sugar, right? Like I know my client, Julie, she doesn't choose to eat sugar on a regular basis because it doesn't make her feel good and it doesn't give her the results that she wants in her life from a health perspective, from a weight perspective, from an energy perspective, right? It just doesn't serve her. So The lesson here is so beautiful. I know that so many moms get get scared, right? They're like, oh my God, I don't want to screw my daughter up. What do I say? What do I not say? And really, you guys, when we heal our drama with food, we pass on a healthy relationship to our kids. So for example, my kids eat pancakes every Saturday morning. That's a tradition that my husband has created in our household. And I don't partake in eating of the pancakes, but do I partake in the tradition? Yes, I make the pancakes with them. I have my coffee with them. I'm laughing with them. I'm singing with them. It doesn't matter that I don't eat the pancakes, right? I'm just, I don't, if my daughter says, here, have a bite, or even my son now, he's getting more into sharing, right? I just say, no, thanks, you have it. So I think that answers your question. I hope it answers your question. I would play around with it and experiment, right? You guys, We don't have to get the responses right every time, but I think that this is a cool opportunity to ask yourself, what do I think about sugar? Why am I not eating sugar? I think so many of us have this, oh, I'm not eating sugar because I want to be skinny. Now that might be partially true, but my guess is if you pan out and look at the big picture, you're really not eating sugar because you don't feel good. And that is okay. That is something that you can own. And that is something that you can teach your daughter. So I think a lot of us do, and I think it's totally fair. A lot of us really do get scared. Oh my God, am I going to say the wrong thing? Am I going to screw my kid up? That's a whole nother podcast. We're probably all going to screw our kids up a little bit, but not when it comes to the cupcake. By you saying no to the cupcake, I think if anything, you're you're giving her a greater lesson, right? Because do we really just want to say yes to the cupcake to people please, right? And I'm not saying you're people pleasing your daughter if you were to say yes to the cupcake, But we want to look at that too, right? If we go to our mother-in-law's home and she makes pasta and we feel like we have to eat it because we don't want to be rude, something to look at right there, right? I just did a whole, you guys, if you're not following my blog or you're not on my email list, make sure you go to my website and get on my email list. I just did a whole post on people pleasing and would you rather please yourself or would you rather please your mother-in-law or please your daughter? Would you rather disappoint your mother-in-law or disappoint yourself. This is the choice that some of us really do have to make. We have to be willing to disappoint someone else in order to get what we want. So I'll even go as far to say, it's okay if your daughter's disappointed because you don't want her cupcake that she made. It's okay. Look at the lesson in that. You know what? It's okay, honey, to be disappointed. I don't want it. You can show her your love in so many other ways. I see how much hard work and creativity you put into those cupcakes, say if she baked them, you can really honor it. My God, they smell so good. I'm going to have one later this week or whatever. Again, you have to craft your response that feels authentic and right to you. But I just want you guys asking yourselves these questions because I don't think that teaching our daughters to eat something because someone else might be disappointed is healthy. I think that is the most toxic, detrimental thing that we can do is teaching our daughters over and over again that we have to behave in a certain way so someone else can feel a certain feeling. No. First and foremost, it's our jobs as moms to teach our kids 
to put themselves at the top of their list. And this isn't in a selfish way. And you could define it as selfish if you want, because I think selfishness really is the first act in selflessness. Again, that's probably a whole nother podcast, but teaching our daughters, especially when our culture is teaching them to put everyone else first, to put themselves first and say, no, thank you, doesn't make them wrong or bad, right? Disappointing, quote unquote, somebody else. And P.S. They might not even be disappointed. And P.S. You can't actually disappoint somebody else. That's their thoughts. That's their stuff. But really teaching our daughters to say, no, thank you. And letting out, letting someone else have their feelings is really some of the deepest work that we can kind of do ourselves and then pass along. That's what I really want my daughter to have the gusto to be able to say, look, you know what? That doesn't make me feel good or no, thank you. Or I don't want that. So I know Julie, this is a very long winded answer to your question, but I think it's a really important topic to cover. I think it's really important that we talk to our daughters about what's best for us so that they know that it's okay to put themselves first and to stand up for themselves and to say, hey, no, I'm not okay with eating that. I don't want to eat that. Even if somebody is going to portray that or interpret that as rude or impolite, your daughter, if you're listening to this podcast, is not rude or impolite. Your daughter is very, my guess is, respectful at the core, loving at the core. So again, disappointing somebody else or putting yourself at the top of your list and honoring what your truth is, it doesn't make you wrong or bad. And in fact, it makes you genuine and true. So I will step off my soapbox about what to do when your eight-year-old daughter offers you a cupcake. Okay. Now my client, Sarah says, now that we're post COVID, I'm getting more invites to dinner parties at other people's homes. We have discussed dining out, but what about this situation? How do I handle not knowing what the menu is and if it's going to fit within my protocol? I can offer to bring a salad, but what if the main dish is pasta? So Sarah, this is such a good question because yeah, we're all coming out of COVID and there's so many more social events happening. People are getting invited. Of course you want to go, right? I think old diet mentality or a lot of my clients come to me and their way of losing weight is saying no to the invitation or there's two options, right? It's like you say no to the invitation or you start to dread everybody asking you to do stuff or you start to pare down plans and you're like, I'm only going to do one social thing per week so that I can honor my diet or blah, blah, blah. No, I want you guys to have it all when it comes to your social life and when it comes to your health and losing weight for the last time. And it's totally possible because I'm a living, breathing example. And so are all my clients. Like I get to do whatever I want, whenever I want socially when it comes to food. Now, let's be honest. I have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old. So I don't get to do whatever I want. I mean, and technically I kind of do because I really... Oh my God, here I go on a tangent, but I really want to have these kids, right? So that goes back into our war diet. Like I actually really do kind of, when I get to the bottom of it, get to do what I want when I want, when I really look at it, I've chosen this life. So again, oh my God, I am just excited to talk to you, aren't I today? So we're going to have to table that for another podcast about word choice, (laughs) what we're choosing and what we think we have to do, which You guys, the words have to, it's always a lie. I would just eliminate those words from your diet. But again, I'll do a podcast on the word diet. I think it's so important to be impeccable with our word. So back to Sarah's question. 
I really think that you say yes to the invitation and then do exactly what you said you're going to do, which is bring a salad. Now, here's where I love having a joy eat, right? I love being able to say every week I'm going to have a joy eat. Now, what I define a joy eat as is something that is not on your protocol that you have that you enjoy. Now, this isn't like a joy day or a cheat day. This is like one thing, like a amazing bowl of pasta that you have and you enjoy, and then you just continue eating on protocol. So I would just say for this example, if the main dish is pasta, have the pasta and consider that your joy eat and then have your salad that you're bringing as well. Really perfect. Now let's say, cause I hear, I, I can hear you guys listening to this and you're like, what if I have plans Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and they're all at other people's homes. Okay. Now here's the thing. You actually don't have to eat the pasta. I know that sounds so crazy, but this actually gets back to my vegetarian example, right? Can you imagine if you went to somebody's home and they served steak, but you were a vegetarian? Now, would you eat the steak? No, you wouldn't eat the steak. You'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm a vegetarian. Meat doesn't feel good in my body right? You can do the same thing. I'm so sorry. Flour doesn't feel good in my body. I'm going to just do my salad. Now you're going to have to be willing to be uncomfortable. The first three times or the first six times that you say no to the pasta, it's going to feel a little uncomfortable and a little awkward inside your body. Guess what? That feeling is okay. That feeling of awkwardness is just a vibration. Take a deep breath. It will pass. Yes, someone might be disappointed. Yes, somebody might think it's rude. Oh, that's okay. You are not actually rude. You are not actually disrespectful. If anything, you are being respectful of your body and you're being polite. So why is it okay for the vegetarian to be, no, thank you, meat doesn't feel good in my body. And it's not okay for us to be like, no, thank you, flour doesn't feel good in my body. Because again, a lot of us are not eating flour because it doesn't feel good in our body. We feel, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, we feel bloated or heavy or sick, literally sick, or we get GI issues, not to go into depth on the GI issues, right? Most of us are not just abstaining from flour to be quote unquote skinny. Most of us are doing it for a deeper reason. And even if you're doing it to be skinny, you can also own that, okay? Let me just write you a permission slip right there and then, right? You get to do whatever you want. So I love what Sarah's saying, offer to bring a salad, beef it up, right? No pun intended my steak example, but beef it up, right? Have some good protein in your salad, have some good, I don't know, throw some chickpeas in there or throw some cheese in there, like artichoke hearts, really make it a meaty salad that could be an entree salad, right? And most likely you guys, when you're, when people are having you over it, they're like, oh, do you abstain from eating anything? And there's your perfect opportunity. Now, if somebody doesn't ask you that question, you can also just go and again, be willing to be uncomfortable if the main dish is pasta. Most people also are going to have several things, right? How many times, maybe once a year, you're going to go to somebody's house And the main dish is going to be pasta. So I think a lot of us get really freaked out about (laughs) 
what ifs, like our brains are like, oh my God, what if this is going to happen? What if this is going to happen? Nine times out of 10, that never even happens anyways. Right. And I, but I do want you to plan for worst case scenario. I do want you to be like, okay, if there's pasta there, I'm going to have it as my joy eat. I'm going to have some salad. Or if pasta is there and I've already had my joy, I'm going to bring a salad. I'm going to say no, thank you and be willing to be uncomfortable. It's totally valid for me to say no to things that don't feel good in my body, right? We would never like, (laughs) I mean, I love to think of the example of doing drugs or what about alcohol? Can you imagine if you went to somebody's house and they were serving red wine or gin and tonics and you didn't drink and you were like, no, thank you. They would be like, okay. Or you'd be like, no, thanks. Alcohol doesn't agree with me. They'd be like, okay, totally get it. How about a spin drift? Or how about a San Pellegrino? Or how about some water? How about blah, 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 fill in the blank. You guys picking up what I'm putting down here? Yeah, it's okay. It's just not, I get where you're coming from, right? It's just not as mainstream to say, flour doesn't feel good in my body. No, thank you, right? And you may just have to be the one that leads the charge on this and that's okay. And that's going to take some willingness to be uncomfortable. People that give up alcohol or decide to start drinking less have to be willing to be uncomfortable for the first seven encounters with other people, right? And then it gets super comfortable. They don't even care. They're like, no, thanks. Like, can I have a water or whatever? It's just not a big deal. Being willing to be a little uncomfortable at the beginning is a skill that I love to teach my clients and love to teach you. And it's really not that big of a deal. I promise you guys, our brains are really wired to, first of all, eat sugar and flour because (laughs) Our brains get a big dopamine hit from eating sugar and flour. And our brains, you guys, are wired to fit in. They're wired to have us not look weird. (laughs) It's totally normal. Our brains are literally wired to keep us in the pack, to keep us the same. Why? Because our brains are wired. Our lower brains, our primitive brains are wired for survival. So if we are doing the same thing as everybody else, our brains interpret that as us not dying because we won't be ousted from the tribe. Now, if we are ousted from the tribe, we will not have shelter and we will not have food. Now I'm talking about like hundreds of thousands of years ago, you guys, when we were first roaming the planet and we lived like in caves and we were hunting and gathering for food, we had to be the same as other people so that we would not be rejected. Because if we were rejected, that would most likely equal death. So that part of your brain just has not upgraded to 2021, where if we say no to the pasta, most likely you're not going to be ousted from the tribe. And if you do get ousted from that tribe or from that group of friends, we might want to look at that. (laughs) Are those really the friends that you want to have? Those are not the friends that you want to have. You want to have those friends that really respect your decisions when it comes to health, right? And sometimes you guys, I do want to say this. Sometimes when you say no, thank you to the pasta or the cupcake or whatever the thing is that someone else is offering to you, some people might have feelings like I talked about, right? There might be some awkwardness or there might be some disappointment, but there might be some jealousy or there might be some, ooh, am I not normal? Or ooh, should I not be having the cupcake? Or ooh, right? There might be some self-reflection and it might not be deep self-reflection. So it could turn into somebody taking that on as their own of, oh my God, am I doing something wrong? Right. And of course they're not doing anything wrong, but oftentimes when 
and we're losing weight or we're making healthy choices, it can trigger thoughts in other people's brains, right? And other people might not be as emotionally intelligent as you are. And so they might act a little funky. That's okay. That's all their own stuff. They will get over it, right? It really is okay. So let's see. I think that's all I'm going to answer for today, you guys. I have some other really good questions that have come in. So I'll do a part three in the coming weeks of listener Q&As. You guys, make sure that you are, I already said this earlier, but I really want you to make sure that you're on my list. Go to lauraconley.com if you're not already on my email list because guess freaking what? Next week, June 15th, we are opening the next round of the Yummy Mummy Experience. This is my three-month group coaching and course where you learn to lose weight and you lose weight for the last time. So we are opening doors on June 15th for the July cohort. I am so excited. So make sure you're on the list so that you can learn exactly how to sign up. It's just lauraconley.com. I hope you guys have the best week ever. Your takeaway this week really is just to look at how you interpret and how you plan for upcoming events and conversations that might arise and just really prepare yourself. Really look at your thoughts and decide if you want to continue to have those thoughts or you may want to upgrade some of those thoughts or maybe some areas for you to, to really change the talk track, to really reframe what it means for you to eat in the way that you eat. So I will leave you with that. Have the best week ever, and I will see you next week. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So, Head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.